Hey, this is Mariah Connors with Saving Our Women Inc. Doing Life with God podcast. I created this podcast to encourage women and girls of all ages to be authentic and transparent on how they do life with God. Knowing that we only have one God, we only serve one God. But we also have an understanding that all of our relationship with the Lord is different and we can still empower each other through our differences. So make sure that you're tuning into the podcast wherever you may be at work, the car, working out, wherever you're doing. If you're cooking, tune into the podcast. Be sure to like us on Facebook, Saving Our Women Inc., following us on Instagram, Saving Our Women Inc. as well. Make sure that you're sharing the podcast to your community, your groups, your group chats, your text messages, whatever it may be. Share the game, share the jewels, share the gems, right? Make sure that you're getting tools from this podcast to do life with God in your own way, in the Lord's way, should I say. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Hey, guys, I'm so happy that you're tuning in today. I hope that you're having a blessed day. Um, Let's just get straight into the episode. The title of this episode is going to be called or titled Standing Firm in Who You Serve. Um, I definitely encourage you guys. I'm not going to read exactly all of the Bible verse because I don't want to take up too much time because I am on the crunch timing (laughs) situation here. But um, please read Daniel chapter three. I would prefer you read Daniel one through chapter three. It's my best bet is the best bet to just get a backstory on it. Um, And it's a familiar story. It's a popular story. Um, we all know that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? So just to give you a backstory, they were taken from their own country. They were Jews. They were taken from Israel. From Israel. And King, Nebu- King Nebuchadnezzar sought out to find some a wise men, basically wise men that were handsome, that were smart, um, that picked up on things quicker than normally what he had in his own country or his own city, right? So he sought, he sought for his chiefs to go find these men so they can change everything about them. So they, they originally had different names. So let me go to Daniel chapter 1 so I can give you their real names. Okay. So it was originally four guys. I don't want to, like, you know, outdraw the story, but it was originally four guys. But I'm only going to, and Daniel was one of them. But if you read the actual chapters, it explains to you why Daniel didn't get the chance to make it to the burning uh, furnace, right? So he sought out these, they sought out these four men, right? So they end up keeping the three Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The original names were Hananiah, Michelle, and Azariah. Of course, Hananiah being Shadrach, Michelle being Meshach, and Azariah being Abednego. So, if you read those chapters, you can confirm that when, um, you know, Nebuchadnezzar made his actual statue for people to serve, right? They did, I'm going to go to, I'm going to read Daniel chapter 3, so we don't get confused here. Let me go there. Okay, so King Nebuchadnezzar created this statue, right? Um, And after he created the statue, he commanded the people, all of his leaders, all of his officials and people that lived in the city or or his country. He did command them. It says this. I'm reading chapter. I'm sorry. I'm reading verse five. It says, as soon as you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe and all kinds of music, you must fall down and worship the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. 
Whoever does not fall down and worship will immediately be thrown into the blazing furnace. Okay, and then it goes down to verse 8. It says, At this time, some astrologers came forward and denounced the Jews. They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, May the king live forever. Your majesty has issued a decree that everyone who hears the sound of all kinds of music, I'm skimming, I'm skipping some of that part, but it says basically if you hear any kind of music to fall down and worship the image of gold. And whoever does not, of course, I just stated, they're going to be thrown into the blazing furnace. So going down to verse 12, it says, but there are some Jews, okay, so these are the you know, the three guys that end up staying to the end, um, the three guys that he gave a whole new identity to, they're talking about them. It says, but there are some Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who pay no attention to you, your majesty. They neither serve your gods nor worship the image of gold you have set up. Furious with rage, so Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar is upset, right? So he asks the um, the guards to bring them in. Okay, so skipping down, he's asking them basically, you know, is it true that you're not doing what I asked you to do? So this is verse sixteen. It says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown, I just, can we go back to that? It says, we do not need to defend ourselves. See, when you have a relationship with the Lord, when you're spiritually protected, when you have a covering, I don't, I don't feel the need. I'm never arguing with nobody. I'm not going into the, not going into the debate of who I worship, because at the end of the day, I'm not trying to persuade you or to convert you, but this is who I believe in. So it's, it's not up for debate. Because God can speak on my behalf. His, my fruit speaks on my behalf. And even when you don't see no fruit, you know that my, the fruit of joy and peace, when you don't see the things, the material things, just know the fruit is still like lying within me, which is my joy, which is my peace, which is my, which is my self-control, which is super important. So verse 17 says, if we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, keyword, even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Whew, come on. Can we talk about even when, even when God does not show up in the way that you want him to show up? Can we talk about that? Can we talk about if we if we're asking God to do something, if we're putting a request in, if we are expecting God to show up in a way that he used to show up before and he doesn't, can you still trust him? Can you still believe in him? Can you still stand stand on firmly who you are serving? See, a lot of people say that they have a relationship with God and don't really serve him. Their relationship was their relationship with God is mostly just asking him for things for, you know, cuz and just moving along, because I want to get back to my notes in a second, but moving on, it says, um, verse 19, Then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and his attitude toward them changed. He ordered the furnace to be heated seven times hotter than usual and, command, and commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie, him, tie them up, right? So they tied them up and threw them into the furnace, y'all, okay? It says, this is verse 21. So these men, 
so these men wearing their robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. Chapter 20, I mean, verse 22 says, The king's command was so urgent and the furnace was so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. Chapter 24 says, Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped into his feet, leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, Weren't Weren't there three men and we tied up through and we threw them into the fire? They replied, certainly, your majesty. He said, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound, unharmed, and fourth looks like a son of God. It says Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening, the blazing furnace, and shouted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High, God, God, come out. It says, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, I'm so tired of saying their names, honestly. I'm being <laughs> it says they came out of the fire. Basically, everything that they went on in, it was still on. It wasn't burnt. They didn't show any signs of fire. They didn't smell like fire. They didn't come out smelling like smoke. It says, the Nebuchadnezzar said, this is verse 28, Praise be to God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angels and rescued his servants. They trusted in him, defied the king's command, and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their god. Therefore, I decree that the people of any nation or language who say anything against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be cut into pieces and their houses be turned into piles of rubble. For no, no other God can save in this way. No other God. No sage. No reading palms. None of, it, can't, it, can't be, it can't be done. It can't be done. And it's super important. So as I was reading this, I was just, you know, writing the notes. And God was just showing me. He was like, there are so many people that want the benefits of having a relationship with me. They want the blessings. They want the answers to their questions they want the blueprint to their future right but no one wants to sacrifice anything so god's glory can really show up i'm talking about miracles this is a miracle y'all i have never seen this like normally you know when people have a fire and they come out alive they're normally burnt up like like skin is burnt flesh is gone so it's super super important to sacrifice to surrender what your will is and what your idea is and pick a side this year. Can we pick a side this year? We're not saying that we believe in God, but we burn in sage. We're not saying that we believe in God, but we get our palms red. Pick a side this year because your little blessings, your little unanswered prayers that you're wanting God to pay your bills, pay your car off, that's little bitty stuff. I'm looking for miracles. But in order to get to the miracles, in order to get to the promise that he has for me, it's going to take a lot of sacrifice. A lot of time and sacrifice. Sometimes my life may be on the line. Who knows? I may be a target. Who cares? But I want to see God. I want to see God's glory show in my life before I leave this earth. That's the only thing that matters. The only thing that might. The only thing that matters. And even when you read the verse, it says, even if he don't show up. They said, even if he don't show up, we still going to believe in. We still won't be worshiping what you said before us. I don't care what happens in this life. I don't care if God don't show up for me. I don't care if I can't see it because I know he's always going to show up even when I can't see it. 
I'm going to still trust in him. I'm going to still, still stand firm on who I serve. No question about it. So when you have a lot of disbelief, when you have a lot of doubt that's rising up when God told you one thing, you need to check that at the door. You need to check that with the Lord and be honest with him and, and let him know, God, I, I feel like I'm in a doubting stage. I feel like I'm in an unbelief stage. I definitely was there in my life a while ago, but I definitely was like, okay, the Lord, I know you said this, but I'm having some issues believing this. Can you give me some hope? Like, you know, can you show up in this times and times and times and times again God has showed up for me and I had to experience him because it's deeper than a lot of people say you know read your word get into your word it's super important to read your word but if you don't have an understanding of what you're reading being in your word I wouldn't say it's pointless but it's going to be harder for you to believe because these sound like fairy tales but they're not if you literally have experienced God before you know that these are fairy tales. We've been through a lot of fires last year, and even this year, there's a lot of things that are going on that we have. We feel like that we've been put into a blazing furnace, but still, we're still able to keep our minds. We're still able to be healthy and whole. We're still able to come out on the other side because God is with us, even in the fire. He's moving with us, even in the midst of the pit and of the hole that we put ourselves in. The choices that we make, the wrong choices, God is still with us in those choices and in those bad situations. He's still he's still in there moving with us. So it says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? It says they stood firm, okay? This is something I know it says they stood firm in who they served, regardless of what the cost was. Whatever the cost was, their life was the cost. It says, even if. It costs you your physical body. Will you go through it? Having the knowledge of what God told you, that you are the head and not the tail, that you are above and not beneath, that all things are working for your good, even the bad things, right? It says when it seems like God is failing us because our flesh loves to pick that up, God, I don't see you moving in this situation. I don't see you. But can you still trust him, though? Can you still trust him? It says... But you know what? This is what it is. It'd be the confusion part. But I bind up confusion. I decree and I declare on this podcast, who's ever listening to this podcast today, I bind up any confusion that you're having. There's no two ways to this thing. Ain't no, ain't no, I can burn sage and I believe in God. I can get my palms red and I believe in God. I'm not dealing with no wizards, no witches, or no warlocks. I pick my side. My side is solid and it's firm because any questions that I have any visions that I have I take them to the Lord and he always reveals them to me but if you read Daniel 1 uh no Daniel 2 so Daniel 2 so Daniel was one of the guys that they end up bringing over to change his identity and to change his name um but he ended up letting Daniel go and be chief over another part of the country that you know the king was over which is Babylon Babylon so um, the king had a dream, y'all. You have to read this. It's so good. The king had a dream. So the king called in the wizards and the witches and whoever, you know, all the witchcraft people. The king called them in to, so they can relay their dream, right? But they couldn't do it. They was like, we don't know what this means. We can't do it. He was like, okay, well, then I'm going to kill you if y'all can't find nobody to do it. So they end up picking Daniel to interpret the dream. Daniel told them, he says, okay, can you tell the king to give me some time? I need time. I, I need time. So let him know that I need time. So Daniel ended up praying to the Lord. He said, Lord, you know, I'm basically in my 
my zone, right? You know, I need some help, Lord. I need you to help me to interpret this dream. What does this dream mean? As Daniel was sleeping, God gave him a vision. God showed him exactly what the dream was and what the dream was about. And Daniel was able to interpret to the king what the dream meant, okay? And he ended up, you know, rewarding Daniel and, you know, letting him be chief or letting him be over some things in the country, right? But it's so crazy because even when you go to the other side, thinking that the grass is greener by what it looks like, you when you finally get to the other side, it's not fulfilling. Not only that it's not fulfilling, they have so many unanswered questions of yours, right? You can get your palm red, you can burn the sage, you can get the globe red or whatever, and they tell you what's going on, but they can't go any deeper. Because it's a veil. It's a veil over the blueprint of your future because God created you before he even put you in the womb. Meaning that he had a plan for you. Meaning that he had direction for you before he even put you in the womb. And they don't know what that is. They can only see so far. So why get your palm red? Why get these things done and you don't have act And you're not getting the full access, the full benefits of the vision. You're not getting the full answers you're not getting answers at all you're just really opening up your gates to different things that's trying to come in and take your soul but we don't want to hear that though we just want hot pocket answers but okay I'm a, I know I was on y'all neck today but I'm gonna leave on this note because like I said I'm on a crunch time so I'll make sure that you guys are sharing this podcast writing a review but this episode is oh this is a blazing furnace honey this this episode was it Okay, I don't know who needed to hear this, but God put this on my heart to do this. Um, so go ahead and tap in and share it. I love you guys. I'm always praying for you guys. Whoever is listening to the podcast, I pray for y'all daily, daily. Even though I can't see the names of the faces, I'm so okay with that. But God knows you even by number. I don't know. Whatever the views is, whatever the views is God knows. He knows who, who is listening. He knows all of those things. Thanks, God.